Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, everybody. This is Aquila. It's Sunday, October the 22nd, 2017. Um... We can talk about anything, but right now we're going to try to uh, talk about a case that's going on. So hopefully that could be helped and we get it done, but accomplish what we're trying to do, hopefully. So um, go ahead, William. You can start talking about your case, and then I will chime in as well. I believe Mike is on the call, and let's see what we could do or what could be done. All right, so basically in February of 2017, I was uh, on my way home and uh, I was uh, pulled over by the police and given uh, three tickets. One was for speeding, one was for failure to produce a driver's license, and one ticket was for failure to stop for an emergency vehicle. So the following day, I uh, made photocopies of the tickets. Uh, I sent them back to the to the court office where they processed the tickets to the prosecutor. And um, with a letter stating that um, uh, who who's the man or woman that's going to prosecute this this case. I didn't hear anything back from from the uh, officer or from the prosecutor or from the court, whoever was acting at the court. And uh, I sent some more paperwork trying to find out what was going on. Never got any answer. And a few months, um, about a month later, I got a notice of fine in the in the mail of conviction and fine. So they went ahead and had a trial without me. I didn't get any notice that there was a, a, a trial going on or anything. So then I sent a letter to the court office and to the attorney general uh, to uh, find out who is who claim, who's the man or woman that says I owe this debt. And uh, then I got a letter back from uh, an Allison Hedden, who's the woman who acts on behalf of the Attorney General. Yes, you're in the Keep talking, David. I'm muted out. I have to run to the restroom. I'll be back. Yep. Uh, Mike is on the call, so. All right. Yep. And yes, you're in the Keys had Allison Hedden send me a a reply letter stating that uh, I was to keep in touch with the court office. So no one really answered who uh, claims I owe the debt. And then uh, a little while later, I got another letter stating that um, the there was a new trial date set for October 23rd. 
in the meantime, I, I had sent letters to uh, John Van Duzer, who's the man who's acting as a prosecutor, to verify if he's the man who will prosecute the case. Little checkbox, yes or no. Return self-addressed stamped envelope form to answer back. Never got an answer back. Uh, and I asked, um, sent him notice saying that uh, at the time of the claim or complaint slash complaint, I was uh, a man going from point A to B in property with my property. Uh, then I sent him another notice uh, that the uh, I believe that the officer John Cambridge was in error and um, that he had uh, another notice after that that he had trespassed on, on my property. Um, never received any answer. I wrote a letter to uh, John Cambridge stating that um, um, John, greetings. I apologize if I offended you on 11th February 2017. Please forgive me. It was not my intent. Kindly send me a bill for any harm, loss, or injury, and I will be sure to compensate you as soon as I can. Kind regards to And I didn't get an answer to that letter, so then I sent another letter on the 16th of August. Uh, saying, Dear John, greetings. I have yet to get your answer to my writing of the 18th of July. Copy and closed. I was not operating under any contract and in square brackets license on 11th of February 2017. I was simply a man going from point A to point B in property with property. God bless and kind regards, Steve. And I did not get a response from him or anyone else during during the month following. So I put in another uh, one on this. What's the date here? So I sent him another letter saying that. Um, I don't have it in front of me here. Essentially, that um, he was, uh, was that I haven't received his answer. Either he's away or sick or ill, and uh, if he wishes to uh, contact me soon as possible, he can do so at my at my address. And. Uh, then after that date, I sent that one by registered mail. Um, and then I got a package of discovery was sent to me from John Van Duzer. And in it was a copy of the two letters that I had sent to John Cambridge. Um, but not the, not the third one with the registered letter because uh, that one came, I don't know why they didn't send it, but they got it in time. And essentially, so they've given them notice that I was not acting under license at the time. They still wish to go ahead and, and uh, proceed with the uh, 
prosecution. So we're just waiting now to uh, tomorrow is uh, court at nine o'clock. And uh, I was just wondering if anybody had any suggestions or ideas as to the best way that this might or I might approach that situation. I'm not sure what the best uh, method. I do have notice. I did send another. I did send another notice uh, when I received his uh, disclosure package, an invitation to go to the trial. Uh, just a notice of thank you. I uh, wish to thank you for your invitation to meet to discuss claim of John Cambridge and the movement of the claim by John Van Duzer. I wish to accept your offer to discuss the matter of said claim on conditions that we uh, communicate man to man, uh, that we don't uh, act under titles, <coughs> that a verifiable independent first-hand witness appears under oath or affirmation, that I that I cross my uh, cross examine my accuser, and um, that I will provide all answers in writing. And uh, John Van Duzer pays all the costs for for I to appear. And that was sent to him on the 27th of September. I think that last letter that you just read was uh, a little bit too much. Oh, hey, Mike. You know, how's it going? Yeah. Um, requiring him to speak man to man was kind of a bad idea because it's a statutory court and you're trying to go into a statutory court speaking to a man that doesn't exist. Um, I don't know how how he's going to deal with that, but that's an impossibility. Um, I don't remember all that other stuff you said. It was kind of irrelevant, mostly except uh, that the man's going to have to take the stand and verify under oath or affirmation uh, as to the harm, loss, or injury that you've caused him by your actions or inactions or whatever. But yeah. that should that should be in as a court notice also. Not just a letter at the last minute. Oh that that notice was given way back in uh, March as well. That my accuser take the stand and verify. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of sketchy, just saying the accuser. The accuser doesn't have to be the one that's uh, claiming harm, loss, or injury. Right? I could punch you in the face and your neighbor could accuse me. Hang on a second.
So on the 14th of February, I put a notice into the court. Uh, I sent a notice to the court clerk and to uh, the prosecutor, uh, Don Van Duzer, saying, I present this notice to aid and protect the man and woman who act as on behalf of uh, of court. On 11th of February 2017, I did go from point A to point B with property and property. There was no harm or loss or injury to my fellow man. This court believes I or my person did act under license or as a licensed driver, this court would be in error. This court moves against I or my person. This court would be, would act outside of the court's jurisdiction. Dave, who is who is this court? That was that was a question that I had beginning earlier. Who is the court? That was back. Okay, in- so you kind of called them out, saying, "Who is the tooth fairy?" And then you're writing notices to the tooth fairy saying if the tooth fairy believes this, if the tooth fairy, I believe the tooth fairy is doing this to me. And that, okay. I believe the tooth fairy is doing that to me. I see what you're saying, yes. Mm-hmm. You say, I believe the man, John, blah, blah, wishes to move a false claim against I or my person to a court, something simple like that. You don't say, I believe this court, if this court believes this court does this, this court does that. You can't hold this court liable. What are you going to sue this court? <laughs> Tell them that you demand this court put on their best pants or skirt and come in. You're asking for the tooth fairy to appear, but, in a, but not in a proper way. You're actually saying that the, this court, this tooth fairy is doing something to me that they shouldn't. You can't point at you, this court. You can't order you, the court, to get on the stand. John, John, you could, John, you could, you could point right at John's face and say, "You, John, get on the stand. Giddy up, son. Swear on that Bible, and then you spew that garbage to me, to right to my face." under oath you can't do that to this court yeah so then so then another letter was to John the the man who's acting as prosecutor John Van Duzer 26th of April dear John greetings on whose behalf do you move this matter see enclosed and that was a copy of the court documents. Kind regards, Dave, to which I got no reply. Then on the 1st of May, I sent another one. Dear John, greetings. Who do you believe I am? Stephen Otis enclosed. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It seems like everything you're writing is kind of close, but you missed the mark. Another thing, too, is these private letters, they're just private letters. They're not notices into the court. Like, it's fine to write John letters in the private. That's no problem. That's good. 
but you also have to make sure you're putting the proper notices in, into the, the court file. Well, th this is a problem that I have experienced right from day one from 2014 is the, the court will not accept any of the court of my notices into the file. But, they, but you said you filed one saying if this court believes and blah, I believe this court moves in error. And they filed that, didn't they? Nope, nothing. I went and got. I just went and got a copy of the court file uh, a week ago, no, two weeks ago, and none of none of my notices are in the, in the file. The only thing that's in that, the only letters that I wrote or any notices that I wrote that were that were actually sent back, acknowledged that they received, was uh, the two letters that I wrote to John Chambers, who is the, the man acting as a police officer. Uh, about um, uh, what I wrote there, please forgive me. Uh, it was not my intent. If I caused you any harm, send me a bill. And then the other notice that I was was uh, simply a man going from point A to point B, not under any license or contract. So I, I know they got those two notices. They were put in the file. So, so you have nothing at all filed into their case? Nothing? No, absolutely no. I, I have no idea. Well, there, there's nothing in the file. When I got a copy, a certified copy of the court file, none of my notes or documents or letters or nothing was put in there. Do you, have, do you have any proof that you filed them? Mike, they never got. They, according to their records, there was nothing filed. I, that's not what I asked you. I asked you, do you have proof that you filed them? No. I'm going to share what they're doing. No, you no, no. Why don't I you have, have evidence what you filed? Uh, the only proof I have is uh, is the registered letters that were sent to them, that they received the notice. But I have nothing that it was filed. That's correct. Okay, okay. Well, uh, I'm not a legal nerd, but I'm pretty sure somewhere in their codes it says something about as soon as you drop it in a trusted mail depository, blah, blah, blah. Basically, as soon as it's in Canada Post hands, it's considered, it's deemed served because they trust the mail service and they know the postman's going to get the mail through. And especially if it's registered or express post with the required signature in Canada, they know that as soon as you give it to Canada Post, they're going to do their job and they're going to do it properly. And they know they're going to get a signature at the other end or it's going to be deemed undeliverable for a certain reason. So if you have a photocopy of the registered mail receipt, the signature receipt, and it shows the schedule like on Canada Post website where it says on such and such a day it was mailed out to starting station Mississauga or whatever, and it'll say en route for delivery and then received on. If you have proof of all that stuff, it's considered served or filed. 
as soon as they sign for it at the courthouse, that is further evidence that they received it. They received it. But it's not in the court file, in their court file. Yeah, so... They received so it. I have that documentation. So you should have jumped right down somebody's throat immediately and said, oh, by the way, it appears you may have made a mistake. I noticed my document was not filed correctly in the court file. Here's a copy of the notice. Here's the evidence that I sent it. Here's the evidence you received it. Not sure what the problem is, but giddy up. File this immediately. Stamp it. Give me a copy. See that I don't know what why people don't realize that this is the purpose of sending registered or certified mail. So you have all the evidence. If there's any problem, you have the proof now. It's the whole point of doing it. You know they're gonna get it, you're gonna have evidence they got it. That's the point of getting evidence. When you once you got evidence, you got something in your favor, you use it. Here's the notices I sent you. Here's the uh, here's all the information, the tracking number, the date I sent it. Here's the signature. Somebody received it. I'm not sure why it didn't get filed. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so you're so you're you're putting a lot of extra shit in there that that doesn't really belong and it shouldn't be in there. Like you're. You're going out of your way. You you think you're covering all the bases, but you're making it kind of awkward and creepy. They're reading it and saying, that's weird. Why is he saying it like this? Like, you don't have to always say the legal person or the man. You can just speak like a man. You let them know I wasn't operating under a contract, but... You don't have to write every note, greetings, John, I am man, believe you, the man, blah, blah, blah. It can just be, hey, greetings, John, it's me again. What's up? It's a private letter. You're just letting him know you're putting the spark, the, the seed in his brain, that when he gets up and goes to work Monday morning, he better get his ass in gear and do the proper thing. But you're talking to him kind of private. Hey, John, just to let you know, this thing you're doing at at work, it's fucking me up. You better knock it off. You go back in the Monday morning, you better straighten it out. Instead of going to his place Monday morning, his place of work, and causing a huge scene at work, you're you're just writing him a letter in private. Hey, bucko, when you go back to work, you better straighten up. This is also why you got to remember... Your private man-to-man letters are exactly that, private man-to-man letters. You got that covered. But you still, on the public side, their train is continuing onward. So you have to make sure you get your notices properly filed. Very short, very simple. Don't open your mouth and say too much.
is when you start getting the court staff all scared of you, it's not usually good. Like if you're, if you have some kind of strategy that's working and you've boxed them in and now they're starting to get scared, they're going to be looking for a way out, that's fine. But when you don't know exactly what you're doing, you're being an asshole and scaring them in a bad way, they're just going to lash out at you and shut you down. It's kind of, this is all like a strategy game. It's a thinking game. It'll be one step ahead of the other side at least at all times. Good points. Yep. I hear what you're saying. Because mm-hmm. usually when you frighten or annoy the good women at the uh, counter, at the um, filing desk at the courthouse, as soon as you scare or annoy those those nice ladies, you're going to have an uphill battle for the rest of the game, <laughs> for the rest of your life, if, as long as you live in that town. You don't want to piss off the nice ladies that work at the courthouse. It's okay to piss off the prosecutor. Sometimes the judge will laugh if you're pissing off the prosecutor properly. But if you're just scaring the staff at the courthouse, that usually ends bad for you. And I always um, I always try and straighten things out with the man that's actually done the harm, loss, or injury as much, as fast as I can and as politely as I can and then slowly start working up the ladder. But I don't. I usually don't want to rock the boat right at the beginning. I kind of want to get people locked in a little bit securely at the bottom and work my way up and start boxing people in one at a time. And then once I got locked in, everybody in, then I start rocking the boat. But it's usually not good to try and scare these people right at the beginning. Wait until they wake up and see that they're they're trapped now. Once they wake up that the heat is on, that's when you rattle their cage a little bit, but not at the beginning. And you got to remember the court staff have nothing to do with your case, so it's not good to piss them off. Sometimes if they like you and they think it's funny what you're doing, they'll go out of their way to help you even if the boss tells them no. But you get them mad at you, you're beat. Nobody wants to help you at that point. The other thing people got to think about, the whole strategy game. Trying and let the judge know exactly what's going on without showing all your cards. Be polite and respectful to the referee, but hammer the prosecutor hard. Politely, respectfully, but logically. Common sense, pound him really hard. And the judge will probably laugh because you're cleaning the prosecutor's clock. And the judge doesn't have to worry about liability because you're putting it all on the prosecutor. To me, that's how you play the game. You you think of how things are going to play out before you do stuff. Figure out what could go wrong. Usually scaring people in the beginning is bad, but not always. But usually it's bad. Like CPS are coming around and you think that they're going to try and get their foot in the door and take your kids? Yeah, pound them ruthlessly right from the beginning, make them shit their pants and run away. 
before they get your kids. But other than stuff like that, usually you take your time, be very polite. Don't scare anybody, don't piss anyone off. Okay, Dave, that's cool. Interesting, yep. Okay. Any more questions, comments? Dave? Uh, One question is, is, uh, I notice when they have a hearing that the, the, the man who's acting as a justice of the peace or a judge generally will not take any documents any notices anything like that when you when you hand them at in the, at the court at the hearing nor will the uh, court the woman man who's acting as a court clerk or, or a clerk of the court accept any of the, of the notices or documents the only the only thing that they would accept is from the actual prosecutor who I who I observed who's in a large palm already inside. What what's that? No, sorry, go ahead. So the uh, the prosecutor was able to walk up to the to the front of the room and and personally hand the uh, a document to the court clerk to put in. Mm-hmm. The bailiff, the woman, the woman who is acting as a bailiff, actually served one of these one of these guys as a document right in the court. Uh, he came to answer for a charge, and they served him with another charge, another summons to appear, right in the courtroom during his hearing. So, when it was my turn to come up to uh, speak on the matter. I went up to hand the documents in the front. They would not They would not accept any documents at all. Who's uh, they? The, the, uh, the woman who was acting as a court clerk, sorry about that. The woman who was acting as a court clerk would not accept the document. I turned to the woman who was acting as a bailiff to hand her the document to hand to the court clerk. That woman refused to accept it. Uh, I asked you, you, you don't know what you're doing. You did it all wrong. You just kind of lean over. The prosecutor lady is at the table right beside you, correct? Yeah, I... Sorry, say that again. The prosecutor lady, she's she's on at the table on the other side. Or the man, whatever, who, whoever's prosecuting. To my left, correct. Yeah, you hand, you, you hand it over to them and say, I have documents here for John. There, you've been served, John. I don't care what he does with it. He can throw it on the desk, throw it on the floor. He can rip it up. He can use it. To, I don't give a shit. I gave it to him. I told him he's been served. Done. But how, but how does that get in the court file? Because then you hand it to the... Then you go and you put it on the clerk's desk. Uh, actually, you probably shouldn't do that because you don't want to scare these people. That's right. Yeah. Then you hand it to the bailiff. And they, they, they receive, the woman who is acting as bailiff refused to accept it. Okay. And then you drop it on their feet. You've been served. Have a great day. Walk away. You remember, uh, you remember Brian, right? Learning law, Brian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, trying to help him fight a speeding ticket one day. We went down to the courthouse, and he had a little uh, 
meeting with the prosecutor lady. I was sitting right there at the meeting, and they're trying to work out a deal before court. And uh, she kept, I kept asking her questions. Every once in a while, I'd butt in. I'd ask her a real quick question. She was getting really mad. And then one time, she, she just goes, I don't have to talk to you. And I said, you're absolutely correct. I apologize. And then so she turned to Brian and said, well, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to schedule you a trial date? And Brian goes, uh, yeah, I guess. And I, I look at Brian. I go, I go, Brian, do you really, do you want a trial date? Would you want her to schedule a trial date for you, your trial? And he's like, actually, no. And then she started getting super mad. I just kept asking Brian questions to ask her. She stormed, she stormed out of the room. She didn't want to talk to him anymore. She's like, oh, you can just talk to the judge. And she yes. walked out. So I, I got Brian to write a notice right in the hallway. He wrote out a notice, and I go, okay, just go back in the courtroom and just hand it to her and say you've been served and walk away. And so he went up to the bar, and he stood there, and she looked and looked away real quick, and he just stood there. And I go, I go, you just go and hand it to her, like put it on her desk or something. And he just stood there trying to be polite, didn't want to disrupt anybody. And she walked over towards him, and instead of ta- he hands her the document, instead of taking it, she just she just goes, court's in session, you guys got to sit down. And she walks past him. And he just looked at me all weird. And I'm like, you should have just said you've been served and let go of it. And so she walks back by again to go back to her chair. And he stuck it right out in front of her. And she avoided it like the plague. She stopped and turned and walked around it. She was scared to go near it like it had the cooties. And Brian was was confused. And I said, just go across the bar, put it on her table and walk away so you've been served very quietly. And he did that and she kicked her chair out. She sprung up out of her chair, grabbed the document. And I just said to Brian, don't take it back. It's hers now, don't touch it. And she came and she was shoving it in his face. She was so mad he wouldn't take it back. And she threw it on a chair right beside him. So he had to walk past it. And I just said, you've been served, ma'am. Have a great day. And she almost exploded. If you knew she'd been served. Did that make make it on the court file? When you went in to get a copy of the court file, was it filed in the court file? I'm not sure what happened with that. He he got lazy or scared and backed out. He just paid it or something. I can't remember, but... Um, Mike, are you aware of any any uh, comparison to uh, a, a, a car is considered part of your home? Well, it should say that under your car insurance, should it not? The contents of your house are actually covered under your house, or the contents of your car are actually covered under your house insurance. But but is your is your car actually considered a, an extension of your home? So 
let's say if if somebody trespasses on your car, is that is that like they're trespassing on your property on your home? Well, you know, a cop needs a search warrant to search your car, right? Yes, I'm or aware. Correct. Yeah, they need they need your consent or they need a warrant. What if they want to search your house? They need your consent or they need a warrant. That's pretty similar right there, I would say, right at the root. All is your property. Technically, it's called your domicile. And you have to have the car. It must be paid for. There's no payments you're paying. It must be completely yours. That's hogwash. That's hogwash. You don't have to completely own the car for it to be your property. No, because if you rent an apartment, that you don't own it, but you're renting it, so... The space. Your domicile. It's got nothing to do with domicile. Property. See, if I'm renting, if I'm if I'm renting an apartment, what I'm doing is I'm I'm buying the right of use of that apartment. Basically, the landlord or the owner is selling off. He's not an owner anymore. He is selling off part of his rights for profit. He doesn't have the rights to do whatever he wants in that apartment anymore because I bought the right to do as I wish with that apartment under the conditions of the contract. I don't own it, but he can't boss me around inside it. As long as I'm not causing damage or interrupting other people. Another thing to think about, though, is even though your car is your property, that big, heavy piece of property is out in the public and it's potentially dangerous. So there's a little more concern about what you're doing in your car than what you're doing in your bedroom. That could be dangerous too, you know. But we won't go there. <laughs> Let's keep it moving. <laughs> okay, so um, so now when when uh, when Brian went to this hearing or a trial or whatever it is. No, he just went for a meeting with the prosecutor instead of going to court. Like he didn't have court that day. He just went down there for an inter like an interview with the prosecutor, whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. But I think instead of going to court, he paid the fine, or he just didn't go to court and he got a notice of conviction and whatever. I, I think he just paid it in the end. Okay, so he didn't follow it through then. No. Do you know anyone who did fall, who has followed them through? Uh, not. It depends on what you're talking about. There's a lot of people that beat traffic tickets all kinds of different ways. It happens. I mean, try it. Like pick one of the million ways of doing it. And try it. You could go in and talk to the prosecutor. Like when I went in with Brian, it was really funny. It was kind of like going to a restaurant and making an order. She had this chart out in front of her, and it was one column was how many points, the other column was uh, amount of kilometers over the speed limit, the other column was dollar amount. And she was going through the menu trying to pick and choose and haggle a deal based on this menu. 
oh, according to this chart, I can drop this many points. I can reduce the speed by this much, and that'll reduce the flying amount by that much, so it'll be less. And she was trying to go from little from column A, a little bit of column B, a little column C, and try and work out a deal with them based on a strict menu guide. So that's all they're doing. It's a business. They're haggling. You go in there and dicker. It's like the price of a new uh, price of a used car. You go in there and you see you bitch about the rust spot. So there's just an oil leak. You're gonna knock some money off of that. So you can go in there and just haggle a deal. Okay, I'll pay. Uh, I'll pay you this much money right now and make payments. Just don't take any points or whatever. I'll reduce the fine and I'll pay it. Even, yeah, but when you're not operating under license, mm-hmm. that doesn't apply to you. No, it doesn't. But there's other ways you can do it. But see, basically, in any traffic situation, if you're in court, you're there because of a contract dispute. Nobody's accusing you of causing anyone any harm, loss, or injury. That's not what it's about. You broke policy. You're there as a defendant in a contract dispute. Somebody's saying you broke the contract. You went too fast. Yeah. So if they can't show harm, loss, or injury, there's no injured party, there's no bill for compensation, there's got to be a contract. If there's no contract, what are we doing here? Who's wasting my time? Who, who, who am I suing over this? Very funny, the joke's over, I'm going home. Who am I, I going to bill for this one? Yeah, I, I see. I see what you're saying about in those other letters when you write regarding court or whatever. You're you're talking to the unicorn Santa Claus. Yep, I got you. You see, another thing too is it's nothing new. Carl's been saying it since day one. You use as few words as you can. So choose your words wisely. I believe the term for that is uh, economy with words or whatever. But, like, you could say something, like, I'm not get, I'm not using, I'm not writing a complete notice or letter or anything, just being kind of slack and lazy, but you can, um, you can tell the guy that he is liable for all costs in regards to this matter or something. And it sounds pretty vague. But it's actually not. All cost means everything, any kind of hardship that might be associated with this. So when he goes later on down the road, if he bitches and says, oh, what? Not only are you making me pay you to come to court, but you're going to make me pay your parking and lunch too. And you can go back to your notice and say, look, bud, all costs. 
What does it cost? I had to pay for lunch. I had to pay for parking. You're paying those hardships, not me. So you make your notice very short by saying all all costs. But you don't have to say you're going to pay my lunch, you're going to pay my gas, pay my parking, pay my time. You have to give me some to list. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying there. Just just keep it simple and broad enough that it covers everything. Yeah. That's considered that you can that I would consider a cost. Yeah. But yeah, Carl's been saying that since day one. Leave them no room to wiggle. What are you going to say, Bob? You don't understand C-spot run? Like, what word don't you understand? You're going to have a hard time saying, I don't, I don't know what you mean. And besides, if they don't know what you mean, they have the duty and obligation to say, hey, Dave, what did you mean by this? If they don't ask you, they got no problem with it. They know what it means. If not, not your problem. Right? That's our job. We, when we're going to sign a contract, it's our job to read it and understand it and then decide realistically if we're going to sign it or not. If we don't need the contract, it's nobody's fault but ours. Same thing with them. If they don't understand your letter, they don't understand your notice, they better write back quick. After all, if they if they contracted with you or attempted to contract with you, they have a duty and obligation by law to answer or cut their crap. So let's say, for example, they come up with an answer when you say, uh, so the, the letter was... The, the personal letters that I wrote to John Cambridge, the man who's acting as a police officer, that I apologize if I offended him, please send me a bill. So uh, kindly send me a bill so I can compensate you as soon as I can. And then then you give him the notice, the second one saying, I, I haven't received answer to my reply to my first letter. Here's a copy. Uh, by the way, when I, when you on this day, I was not acting under contract. So you've covered those bases with the man part. Now, yeah, when it goes, just just to be clear, I don't call those notices. Technically, letters, technically, correct. technically, privately, you are putting the man on notice, but I don't consider it to be a notice, and I wouldn't write notice on it. But no, no, there was not written notice. It was just a, a yeah. letter. To, to yeah, yeah, I got you. To let him know what was going on. Yeah, I was just I was just making sure that's clear, and in case anybody else is listening to this yeah, later, but yeah, yeah, I, I got you there. Correct. Yep. So then, the next step then, when they, when they, when you're going for this hearing or trial, whatever they call it, you uh, or I should make clear that uh, no man or woman was harmed. No one has a claim that I've done anything wrong, so that this, so then I would ask this. You courts tomorrow, right? That's correct. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Because um, I know that firsthand personal experience that when you go in to try and file something the morning of court. 
they usually all say the same thing. I can't file it because the file is on the judge's chambers because court is today. So, Mike, real quick, I know you don't like it, but how about file on demand? Yeah. I get it filed. I've never used filed on demand. I've never needed it. It just sounds mean. Sounds yeah. kind of ugly. Sounds kind of bossy. Either. In a way, it's it's kind of good because uh, it's, it ad, admin, what do you say? admonishes the clerk from liability. Just like, hey, push this through. Don't even look at it. Yeah. I've done it. And um, let me just tell you, I have firsthand personal experience that it does work, and that is the only way I was able to get that into the record. Yeah, I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with it. I I would guess in some situations it's probably good, but I, I've never had to use it. I just... It I seemed... like the way you look at it, Mike, because, you know, it is legalese, and it is yeah. like some sort of legal process. I don't like it. However... I but if it works, work. yeah. But if it works for you, especially if it works for you in that courthouse, always use that in that courthouse if it works. I guarantee you, you'll have a. Well, I'm not going to guarantee shit, but it's just an idea. Yeah. So I, I, from my personal observation of of being at court, the prosecutor has like a little shopping cart where he has all these traffic. Um, dockets with the disclosure enclosed in them and, and all the other the information and documents and whatever the the justice of the, the man who acts as justice of the peace or just or judge doesn't actually have any of that file on him uh, like with him there how much money are we talking a little over a grand well that's a lot of principle Uh-oh. So, so, so why don't you try the uh, cover letter, file on demand? Just give it a shot. I know it works down here in the states. I know it personally. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Consider this, this a fishing expedition. Tomorrow. Consider this a fishing expedition. That's great. Too That's there was it. Is that William? Throw yes. that shit is right it William? in there. Yeah, this is a fishing expedition. It's an experience too, regardless of what happens. I mean, hell, you could you can take up donations or sell blood to pay it if you you know found get to whatever the case may be. Well, you know, but you can always figure that out. But you're gonna you know at least try some stuff, see if it works. And if and if it gets to the point where it's chaotic and it's just like, oh my God, you can't do that. I'm gonna hold you contempt. Just say I'm sorry, no ill intent. Don't forget that. No the ill intent. The main thing is to create liability, and you've got to get it in front of his face. That's what I think. Hmm. Well, one of the things I know the other day, what he did was he went to at the court and gave it to the prosecutor's office, and I guess the prosecutor's secretary, she actually signed for it. So that was proof enough that they got that note. Well, down in, here in where I'm at, there is no prosecutor. There is no prosecutor. It's just you and the cop. 
Okay, what the fuck, right? And the commissioner? No, no, here... Uh, no. No, here, we're no, talking yeah, about yes, Canada yes, right yes. now, you. And the commissioner, yes, just the commissioner. Yeah, we're talking about Canada, that's why. In Canada, does it work? Well, he's yet? lucky. Yeah. That means he's got somebody else he can attach liability to. That's the way I look at it. If the, if the officer wrote the ticket in Canada, if the officer doesn't appear, it's the same thing, it can be dismissed? Correct. Well, we don't know That's what's going to cool. happen, do we? But generally, what they do is they'll put it off <clears throat> until he can appear. Well, that's good. They'll give you more time. You see what I'm saying? Also, you can create liability with the prosecutor, right? So you have mm. an advantage. I wonder if, if he would try something. I mean, he showed his license, I think, did he? Did you show your license, Willie? No, no. That that was the reason okay. that for the charge of failure to produce a license. Okay, you you may have one that may cut your charge, but if you could have a chance to cross-examine the uh, cop or ask questions, which you should be, throw in some... Yeah. Hey, uh, I don't know about that. Is it, on, is it on the paperwork or if you have passengers? Cause I think motor vehicles still applicable in Canada. Did you see Canada is a common law country. Did you uh, see any property? What What's a motor vehicle used for? And, and, and if you have the law, uh, you know, what did you see? I'm going to put a map so, in the chat room. I wasn't. All right, no, so don't maybe do you, it. Let Rodney, it go, so maybe it's the time. If you can get Rodney. the officer to admit okay. that you didn't have passengers or property, you could pretty much say that you weren't under a contract. The fatal flaw with your scenario is that as soon as Dave puts a cop on the witness stand and starts crossing, cross-examining, he becomes the defendant in their legal jurisdiction. He's playing their game. They got him. Right. Now, I'm trying yeah. to get the cop to admit that he didn't have persons or property, which would require a driver's uh, license on that. Oh, yeah. Argue, argue, argue the facts and evidence in a legal proceeding. Good plan. Nope. I was just yeah, uh, well, that's what they're gonna do. Try, to, try to get your notices out and... The, the prosecutor. What, what, what I'm looking, what I'm looking at is, is uh, the prosecutor should produce the the contract upon which he believes that I've I've breached, and where on that contract did I, am I expressing? Yeah, but we're not here to argue all of that. That's the that's the main mistake. That's not the point. That's the, he's yeah. right. That is the point. There is no duty or obligation for him to no, perform. No, and if he have his notices in, but he don't. That's, and he's just talking, you know, in the air. And he don't even have a notice in it yet. That's what I'm saying. One, one quick thing, and apologies to the rest of y'all. Donaldson, suck a dick. <laughs> Let that be. I ain't even going out like that. So, David, um, I'm just trying to figure out. I don't know. I mean, it's like. The 11th hour, so to speak, to deal with this. Um, not to say it can't be done. Um, got to get What time? What time? Ed, well, let's do this. What time you you should arrive there? What time are they asking Nine for you to be? 9 a.m. 9. And what time the court open? Uh, 8.30. You said 8.30? 8.30, correct. All right, maybe you want to get down there by 8 or 8.15, and if you have a notice, try to uh, get that file. Even if I guess you take I know the other Dave, he took it to the prosecutor's office, and the secretary took it, and she signed for it. That way you got something then 
you might want to have sort of like two originals and get her to sign the one you have and hand her the other one. Be done with it. If you pause the kid or if you try with the clerk, I don't know. But those I've two done ways, that before. I've I've gotten people to do that before last minute with serve the uh, prosecutor secretary, get her to stamp it, receive, and then you could take it to the clerk, but the day before court, the clerk may or may not take it, but she may stamp it and not put it in the file and give you a copy of it stamped. I don't know if she'll do that or not. Um, but if you do what Aquila just said and serve the prosecutor, don't think of it as serving it. But if you hand it to the prosecutor's secretary, ask her to stamp it received and give you a copy of it, then um, you could at least have something in court and say, oh, you didn't get my notice? Oh, uh, I have a copy right here. It's been uh, stamped, received by the prosecutor's office. Yep, and then say, and then the next words, why am I here? And say, if you guys, uh, if you guys require more time to get the man or woman who claims I've caused harm, loss, and injury here, uh, you can set another date, but there's going to be terms and conditions if I have to appear. So, yeah, you might want to write all that down too. You know what to say. Not so much to write that in your notes. That, that's just some instructions, Dave. You got it? Yeah, yeah. All right. The difference between the notes and some instructions we might be saying. If it was me, that's what I might do. That's good. Yeah, you have okay. any more questions, David? Are you clear? Are you sure? Yeah. I have a question for that guy from Southeast Texas. Is he still on? Southeast Texas? Um, I don't see on yet. I just wanted to oh, know what... Oh, Central Coast of Texas. All right. Uh, whatever. I just wanted to know what the numbers were for the Powerball lottery down there. Ah, Dave. Oh, my. Oh, you want him to buy you a ticket? Oh, good. Then when that ticket wins, I don't know if he's uh, reputable to give it to you. Because <laughs> who knows? If he buy one for himself and buy one for you, and he didn't actually give it to you the numbers yet, and you're the one that he's supposed to give for you. I don't know. <laughs> no, I did this. No, that's that's good. That gives me some some food for shock, for for thought there. That's good. I, I appreciate the input. I appreciate you guys uh, listening and and uh, giving me some ideas. Trying to get my mind straight around it. Thank you to everyone. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, do be careful what you say. Little words as possible. And whatever words, if you're talking about chocolate cake, don't go talking about strawberry cake, peach, kava, a pie. Stick with the cake. Whatever you came to say, just say that and leave it, you know, like a broken record, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, few words as possible. It don't take so much to um, say what you have to say, I guess. Try try the uh, cover letter, file on demand, admonish the liability of the clerk. I'm just saying, just give it a shot. Yep. Okay. And Uh, I will, as me, I would like try to get that to the uh, prosecutor secretary because that's what the other day did. And because they wouldn't take his paperwork, giving him a hard time at the um, 
Clark's County because I don't know what took transpired before. And I'm like, dude, you need to get that in the court. He said, well, I gave it to the secretary and she signed for I said, well, that's fine. That's cool. And it actually did work. So the next day he went to court. This was the day before. And it actually worked according to what he said. Okay. Yes. Okay. I hear, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. folks. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Everything. Another thing to think about, too, is I believe in their codes it says somewhere that as soon as you place a document on the counter, it is also it is also deemed filed. So if you have something to file and they say, oh, I can't file it because the, the file is on the judge's desk, you can just say, that's fine. Time stamp it. Give me a copy of it time stamped. And uh, when the file comes back, you can place it in the file. That's fine. Yep. That's been done before. Actually, that's exactly what happened in my case. Um, it was before the court. I think they already sent the file upstairs, but I said, look, I just need this stamp. And so she did. And I had, like, three originals, and she stamped them all for me. I'm like, thank you. And I left one with her, and I went upstairs. <laughs> so it actually another, did work out in my favor. Another thing I think is important to mention, too, is remember to be honorable in that if you show up tomorrow with a brand new notice or a fistful of documents or something, you can't just expect that they're going to make some kind of quick decision right immediately there. You have to be honorable, no trial by ambush. You have to give them a certain amount of time. A certain amount of time to read the document, come up with a strategy, and respond to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got to cut them a bit of slack because you're kind of expecting them to do the same. Fair's fair. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I hear what you're saying. But everything I've sent to them has been sent. The last was on the 28th of September, I believe. So... uh, They've got, you know, roughly 15, 18 days um, to look at everything. And and if anything is new added, yes, you you have to get you have to allow time for them to to deal with it. And you can also write a letter to the man or woman that acts as head clerk or whatever at the courthouse there. And you can say something like, um, yeah, I just uh, looked through the file the other day and I noticed that all of my notices appear to be missing from the file. For your convenience, I've enclosed copies of said notices and I uh, require these notices be uh stamped and filed immediately and copies sent back to me time stamped in the self-addressed stamped envelope blah 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 just kind of like I believe you may have made a mistake and uh, threw all my beautiful documents in the garbage here's another copy of them and uh, do the right thing this time yeah 
Okay. All right. Okay, folks. Excellent. Thank you. Hey, Lenny, how are you? Another trick is you can you can write a new notice and attach all your previous notices to it as exhibits and refile them. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, can you do a notice like Tyrone said and start out with "nigger, please"? <laughs> Better back you the can, fuck up but and I don't know off. how far you would get. I'm sure you can, but I don't know how far you would get on that one. Yo, mama. <laughs> Uh oh. With the maple syrup. Hello. Yeah, stylized as Black Lives just Matter. How does Nicotine Oh, Okay, guys. Thanks very much. I, I'm going to head All right, Dave. Take I'm care. God bless. How do you guys know Dave? Oh, does, does that matter, Thomason? Dave, come on the course like everybody else. I met him why was why was Mike giving oh. him legal advice? Why was Mike giving legal advice? Oh, to him? now listen, you came in on the conversation, and now you said Mike gave him legal it's advice. It's the and, end of the call. It's the end minute. of that conversation. Yes. Okay, I'm I'm speaking. That conversation is over. Me. A call on the notice. Okay. He already started. It's time to mute him right I away. Know, I know. I got That's you. Well, it's not true. It's the end of that conversation. Uh, Donna, I'm gonna say this. Let it go. I'm gonna, I want to move on. I just wanted to move up. on and also I, I segue. Already it's warned. a segue. You're not listening. Three hours to this. Four You're not listening. No, it's okay. He's muted. It's okay. There's no it's one. That, that's just somebody's opinion. That, that's that's no okay, Dave, Dave. That's okay. I muted him. Donaldson well, just came in on the conversation and started commenting already. Shouldn't he have listened to the whole conversation before he make a decision about that? But anyway... That's all well, how can moment. I how can I make a how can I be giving legal advice? I'm not a lawyer, duh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's an opinion. And that's his opinion. He have opinion. Everybody yeah. have one. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> even, and, Donald, I'm just, even Donaldson has an opinion. Yes, he do, and I I respect that he does. Uh, Donaldson, I, I suggest you. go back go back and listen to the call. And I was what he do. You see, I've been okay, listening for the last half an uh, we're hour. We're not going to argue. Honestly, I'm not going to discuss it. I want to move on. Okay? You don't no, want to talk no, about no. it? Nope. I don't. But I told I you I've been listening to the, for the last half hour. Thank you. Thank you yeah, you got a good call. No, it's a great call. That's, the guys were talking about some good stuff. Donaldson, you're going to argue with me? No, I'm just saying I agree that got, the call was I'm good. I'm going to say one more don't time, you? Donaldson. I don't want to talk about it. Let's move on. We can talk about You don't want to talk else. about the call being good? We can talk about something else. What do you want to talk about? Something in dollars that he was looking for the lotto ticket, something like that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, nothing la, having la, la. to do with the law. Go ahead, douchebag. Go ahead. Beat him oh. out. You muted it. For the rest of the show, Donaldson, you muted it because I'm not going to put up with you calling me names and I did you no wrong. Use your words. If you don't want yeah, you can have a disagree. I don't agree with what you say all the time. You might not agree with what I say. That's fine. You know, but I'm not going to call you any names. No call for that. Anyways, um, Levi, what you up to? What's happening? Levi Jinx, that's a good one. 
Hello? I'm all muted out. Oh, you was muted? All right. Okay. So, um, what we can do, um, oh, Lenny, that's what I was speaking to, Lenny. How are you, Lenny? Okay, how you doing, Cora? I'm blessed by the best. <laughs> All right, can't get no better Amen. than that. Amen on that one. Keep it moving. There you go. <laughs> hey, I was uh, I was listening to an interview on public uh, broadcasting station, and they were interviewing the CEO of General Motors, and one of the topics that they touched on were these driverless. Um, vehicles that are that are coming. So, so it, it brought a thought to mind. If you have a driverless vehicle and you own it, and it's taking you from point A to point B, and you happen to have a, a, a traffic uh, infraction or a violation. Can they give you a ticket, a traffic ticket, even though you own a driver's license and the vehicle's plated if you're not um, driving the car? I would say roughly that they can give the car a ticket, but they got nothing to do with you. You're not driving. <laughs> they can give the robot a ticket, <laughs> and you're not liable for it. It's sort of like, I believe, when you uh, they have the photos, the cameras, and then they say you ran the red light or did Okay, was the camera going to come to court and say you did wrong? <laughs> you ran that light. You have to face your accuser. The man, no man or woman could come to the court and say you did it. But they say they look on the camera and the camera said you did it. Good. I want the camera to come forth and say I, I ran the red light or I did something wrong. That's not going to happen, so they have no case. No, I'm just, uh, I'm just speaking uh, in terms of, you know, the people that don't really know what's going on as far as, you know, what's happening like with a station like, like this or the common law aspect of, uh, you know, what we've learned. You know, most of the people that uh, aren't in the know, so to speak, or they, don't, they didn't do their due diligence or research. Um, they have to... Somebody gets <laughs> I'm not sure who that was. I have an idea who it was, but okay. Anyways, so I'm gonna check it out. I'm looking on the board. I'm just continuing to look on the board to check it out. But God, keep speaking. That's fine. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, what I'm saying is common law. Because if you know a man and woman got to come forth and say you actually did something wrong, or they accuse you of whatever that may be, that man and woman must come forth. Okay, and if the man and woman not come forth, you know, to see the burden of proof is to prove you did the wrong or you did whatever they saying you accusing you of, and the burden of proof is on them. So as you're saying, if you within the call, you know, and the, car driving you to wherever, well, are you operating? You're just sitting. So who would they charge? They know they can't charge you. You're not the man or woman or that's operating it. So who would they charge? 
I'm sure it'll modify the code, the the traffic code, to suit a, a situation like that, so they can, you know, to ticket the vehicle. They'll oh, catch it. They oh, they can modify it, but if it's your property, you can take it all you want, but prove it. Once right. again, it's still going to come down to it. Prove it at the end of the day. That's and right. So they can change their code. They can put this in it, but once again. Those codes, those stashes, as I've seen them or heard about, doesn't apply to men or women, okay? It's like, how could, it's sort of like this. I have a servant to come clean my home or cook my food. How could, now that servant, I tell them that I want them to come in 5, 6 o'clock, you know, or they would have to wear white gloves, let's say. That was one of the codes. Um I could change that code anytime I wish. The um the, my uh the servant, how could they tell me what they're going to do? All right, they can't. I'm there. I'm there working for me. So as the statutes and codes, it's working for me. It's what they're supposed to be doing. I'm. Mean, I shouldn't say they. It's that man, the woman who holds that job, as that public servant supposed to do. It doesn't say I, the woman, supposed to do this. I, or if it's a man supposed to do this, that's the huge difference. You have to balance it in the way, you know, and, and this is what, and that's why they use these confusing words as person or they have a title, and those titles, they're trying to apply them to you, okay? And so you say, okay, they're talking about me, because if you look at most tickets I've seen, that's not your name written there. It looks like your name, but it's in all capital letters. Who are they talking about? You just assume it's you. And that's why you answer to that. I don't. I don't ask uh, legal ease or... Um, Get under the gun. Well. I bet you Tell fucking me. do. I bet you do answer to legal ease. See, Donaldson, this is why you get muted. If you wish to speak, you should work your turn and ask a question. You know, we're having a conversation. I'm talking to Lenny right now. When I was done, then if you had a question, you could have asked. Just calling out like that, you know, it's not a proper conversation. Come on. But anyway, Lenny, I hope to answer your question, and I hope that helps. Um, something makes something clearer, I guess. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I had a clear idea, but it was just... Like, you know, just a thought I had when uh, they spoke of that subject, you know, and it kind of became interesting because you know what's coming down the pike. You know, they'll they'll modify their, their codes and, and uh, statutes, like I said. But, um, yeah, ultimately, at the end of the day, you, you, your accuser has to step forward. So yeah. I'm with on that. Yeah. And the other point is you don't actually have to participate that in that. I don't have to buy one of those type of uh, cars if I don't wish to or whatever they call it. I can keep what I have. Just like even to have a new phone, do this, do that. I don't buy all that. I just have a phone that I can uh, use that's benefit me at the time. But I don't need a $600 phone or $800,000 phone to do what I do. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I'm not sure what everybody else needs, but here's what I'm saying. So, 
Hey. All right, it's cool. All right. Um, let's see who else. Okay, let's do this. Donaldson, you have a question or comment? Yes. How do you get your common law knowledge? Oh, um, for um, listening um, and being mostly just listening a lot. I generally do the opposite of what Donaldson does. If you do the complete opposite of what Donaldson does, you're probably somewhere close to the right direction. Uh, He just interrupted you. He just interrupted you, though. Let me me address him. I'll fix that. That's my problem. Donaldson, let me take care of it. All right. Let me finish answering your question. And one, I, I start listening. Even though I had a lot of knowledge, I felt about because I've been listening to Winston Scrout, many others, and I. But when I heard truth, because I I continue to see, and when that I tried that, it didn't work for me. And I'm like, well, he said it would work. It sound good, and I tried it, and it didn't work. And I began to seek more. And and it came from my parents, came from many others, but definitely a lot from one that opened my eyes even the most, and I would say when I heard call, and then I heard others. But that was my beginning, I would say, to on to what is true and what is really going on. You know, I knew a little bit, but not as much as I once I listened to call. And... I continue to study today. I don't know it all. Um, I'm still learning, and I continue to study. Any more questions, Jonathan? Yeah, that. so Carl Lentz, is your teacher for common law? Well, the beginning. I would say someone, I'm, I mean, to open my mind to it better. I mean, it came from my parents in the beginning, okay? Yes. I first heard it, number one, don't. You know, don't lie, don't steal. Don't. This is common to men. You know not to lie. You know not to steal. You know not to treat your neighbors as you wish to be treated. All this is common law. This is part of it. It's not all of it, but part of it. And I, I've got that from my parents. Yes, sir. And oh, I got that okay. from my parents. Which common law country, is it? Stop, stop, stop. Any country, anywhere in the world, it's just mm-hmm. the law that's common to men. If you go anywhere in this world, oh, I believe oh, every man, every woman, know not to lie, know not to steal, know to do unto others you wish to be done. They know this from a child. Who don't? Okay? And so this is coming. And it's more than that. It's a whole lot more to it. But I'm saying mm-hmm. that's some of the beginnings of it. And I learned that from my parents. But to really get the significance of happening, mm-hmm. it's sort of like I was good. I knew that, but. I didn't regard it as common law. I didn't regard it as And did they teach you anything. about precedence or case law? The, the common law maximum of don't argue with... common law. We the common, right. common law maximum of don't argue with stupid people because they drag you down to their level and beat you every time. Mute him asked. out. Mute him out. Mute him okay, out. Okay, one second, one second. So Aquila. I hope that answer your questions about no. the common law when no, I begin to learn. All three hours and 20 minutes left to Donaldson tonight. Yay. Wait a minute. No, hold on. Hold on, Mike. What was that, Donaldson? More fucking hours of this bullshit. Yay. So that's what my beginning is to Donaldson. Excuse me, Aquila. I'm I'm still going on. I get you. I get you. Did they teach you about 
um, the common law of England, the common law of common law uh, to say, common hold on, law hold on, to let me finish my question. If you don't mind, no. if you don't mind, I'd like to finish my question. Because I owe you already. Asked I did this not. No, many I didn't times. even ask my question fully. I I'm asking you a complex question. I know you have fun. I gotta go. No, you okay. are awesome, Aquila. You're smart. You're intelligent. No, you can handle my question. Donaldson, just simply you ask can the question. You handle this shit, dude. Donaldson, just well, are you ready? Can I, I want to go uninterrupted. Donaldson, simply ask your question. Right. You know, I'm uninterrupted. Here's my question. Move on. Do the people that you grew up with teach you? Did they teach you about common law of England, common law admiralty, the differences between federal jurisdiction and state jurisdiction, and admiralty? Did they teach you how how we adopted, how all the states adopt the laws. Um, and, and I mean, you're talking common law as being just do unto others as you would have them do unto you, and that is the golden rule. That's what I know as the golden rule. That's not common law. That's the golden rule. Now, go ahead. You, you can say whatever you wish it is. It is law. This is what it is. It's law that's common to all men and women. Whether That's you're the golden manager, rule. The golden rule. Speaking. Okay, we're done. That's all. Goodbye, Donald. Don't mute me, sweetie. Don't do we, I did because you're not listening. I was answering your question, and you continue to interrupt me. Either I stop and let you speak and finish your question. Okay? I'm, listen, I'm going to answer the question anyways. The question was you put to me was whatever, amity law, this law, I'm not into that. That's just I don't know even what that is exactly. I know I heard of it, but I don't. I, I never studied that. Don't know much about it. All I do know, in every country, once again, every I believe in this entire world, every man and woman, man child and woman child who's of age and can understand and comprehend and have you know in their right mind will know no stealing. You can't lie. You know, those are common to men. It's the law. You can call it the golden rule or whatever you wish to call it. That is the law. Okay, or law, L-O-R-E. Law, okay, and there's two different things. Law is L-A-W. That's different than L-O-R-E. So I hope you understand what I'm saying. And that's what's going on here. And so that's that. All right, I'm going to move on. Um, hmm. So let me see who else. Oh, Seth. Aquila, Aquila, may I? Yes. What's up? Okay. The golden rule is to treat others how you want them to treat you. Right? But that's not found anywhere in law, in the legal society, in the legal world. What law you speak of? L O R E or L A W? Which? There's no differentiation. I don't feel a need to differentiate between that. Okay, then I can't help you. I don't think you understand. But okay, speaking, well let me so let me let, since let you need go. that since you need that let me give I it don't to need you. anything. I'm I talking about L A W. That's something we believe was made up. That's what the legal law, that's what the legal people do. They made that up. But the law is what's common, custom, and ways common to men and women. 
wherever you may be. Right. I don't know about and that. And I was in New York. No, I, I know what you said last night. Listen, I listened back to the call, last night's call. I listened to it all the all this morning. We're and you know what? I made, I made you a lot of sense. You asked me a question there. You asked I know. me about law. Hold on. And Give me the time. Study. Please. I love you, man. What's wrong? Uh, Look, stop with all you that. said a lot of good things last night. You said that, you know, ultimately, you know, common law that you believe in is pretty much the same thing that you're saying now. Is it, it, It's law common to man. Right, and that you don't believe in statutes. And if I want to come on the call and talk statutes and constitutions, that's not what the call is about. So don't even try to come on the call and talk about that. I heard you say that, and I totally agree with you. You know why? Because I'm a big, big, big proponent. Right, that common law is not found necessarily in the statutes or the constitution. That's my. That's my. That's one of my main underlying themes. I've been saying that for years. It's found in the court rules. And your okay. court is your court, isn't it? Your court is your court, isn't it? So you have a nice day. Oh, thank you, Donison. Let's move on. Yeah, moving okay, on. Guess, mm-hmm. guess five. Are you done, Donison? For now? Well, I mean, do you want to answer my question? I thought I did. Maybe in a meaningful way, well, I did. That's I the only way I know how to answer. It's the correct way. I don't know. Strategically, stri- strategically speaking, if, if I came with your argument into court, into a court setting, where you know the golden rule is my law, right? I would get run over so quickly. Probably. Okay, and look. Yeah, I would get run over because the the courts don't operate based on the the golden rule, like you're like you're talking about, which is basically just do one to others as you would have them do one to you. It's not the same thing as common law, as the legal system knows it. So don't go into court and say, "Hey, this is common law," because you're going to get yourself in trouble. Because their version of common law is different. Unless you identify, (laughs) what about the circuit law? How about right. this? How about Unless this, Unless you Donaldson? identify... You're absolutely correct. Why don't you mute correct. that guy out who not, just said that? Donaldson, first of all, I'm not coming in their court. I only come in Why my not? court. What's wrong with that? That would be foolish of me. No, there's nothing wrong with going to their court. No, that's respect. Well, to you. What's wrong with... Don't you go to your friend's house? No. You ever go over to no. your friend's house? Have I you ever done it? it? All right, then you know about going over to another court. But I so, come, this is what I will do. do. I'll come at the court, and I will put my nose in, so I'll give it a written mm-hmm. form, and then I will mm-hmm. speak upon it. Other than that, mm-hmm. there's nothing else for a man and woman to do. First of all, it's not for me. It doesn't right. apply mm-hmm. to either woman, and I'm not going to even begin there. If they're my public servants, I don't support to them. I don't uh, stoop to them at all. They have to listen to me. It's that simple. There's nothing else that I have seen or done. I've tried this, what I'm speaking of, and it works for me. I need another beer. Oh, oh. goodbye. Have a nice one. Anyways, let's keep it moving. Life is good. 
I'll just say one day, Donison, um, I some of the um, talk you're coming with, I used to use say that as well, and I know better now, and so I no longer do those things. Okay. And law, L-A-W, once again, is something the legal world made up. That's what they do. That's about their they world, how they act, which is fine. That's that's what they do. That's, it's sort of like Sears, you got McDonald's. Okay, that's just how McDonald's rules and statutes and codes and how they act. That's fine. That has nothing to do with me. All right? And this is what I'm trying to tell you. That their court. Let's say it was McDonald's taking one of um, me to come to court or summons me or gave me an invitation to come at the court. Fine. But their rules, the statutes they have for their employees and their codes, how do that apply to me as a woman? Now, their codes and rules and regulations is for what that employee must follow. It doesn't say a poor must follow. It has nothing to do with me. Until you see it for what it really is, you always will be at a loss, which I was. Okay? So this is what's happening here. Now, I could come at McDonald's if I wish to purchase something, I'm a customer, whatever. And at any time I say, no, I don't want to buy this, I'm getting out of here. Or even if they made the food, but they didn't make it on time, or let's say they rushed it and they forgot to put the cheese or whatever, I can refuse it at any time. I don't I have to accept that. I don't have to get involved. I totally, agree. I totally 100% agree. But I'm telling you about so, the real common law, and you're saying you disagree. All I'm telling you what I know, and Donaldson, whether you understand that or not, I don't know. But I do. And, I, and I what the things you are that. talking about, I, you know, it's like you said, you know, that I should uh, come at in their court. I should. No, I should not. I don't have to. There's no law to say I must. You know, and once you, but you have to, I'm just saying this. I only can speak for me. It took my, me time, and I didn't just rush into this. I've heard it. It sounds good. I was jumping for joy. But just how to know it, how it all really goes. It takes study. It takes time to get it. Just like if you never made a German chocolate cake, I can give you the recipe. I can give you the instruction. At first, it's going to be take time for you to do it. You won't have a story. It might not come out all the best, but the more you do it, the more you read the instructions, the more you follow through and perform, your cake will be perfect. See how that works? So the more I listen to what is true, what actually works, and to be able to decipher between the two and not always ask, well, why? You say, okay, Quilla told me to put three eggs here. Uh, I got, I'll need an egg for my breakfast tomorrow. I'm only going to put two. Uh, it's two eggs, okay. Yeah, okay, when she said milk, I need this milk for my cereal. I'll put a half a cup of water, half a cup of milk. You do as you wish, but don't expect it to come out as, you know, those instructions is because you didn't follow it through. And I find that a lot, you know. If someone asks me for, 
what I would do, I say it, and then they do something different or they add something or they take out some words or add a couple more words. They want their paperwork out. You only need a few. What if I could say this to you? If you owe me $50, why I have to write 10 pages to say why you should pay it to me, why you owe it to me, just almost say, you owe me $50, pay me. That's it. Few words, done. It explains everything. It's like a two-year-old kid. That two-year-old child, they might not say, Aquila, can you fix me some food? I am hungry. They only might say, hungry, I got it all. I could do exactly what they need to be done. I know exactly what to do. One word, hungry. I don't... Now, although, you know, we we grown, we can say, okay, I'm going to use a huge sentence. Aquila, I was starving. I didn't eat lunch. I skipped breakfast. Can you make me some food now? Why don't I just say, Aquila, I'm hungry, or what do you have to eat? Make me some food. Few words. Now, if it's a child, one word, hungry, done. We are done. Now, you, you speak adults, oh, I'm just not going to say hungry. That sounds silly. I went to school, I can use a better sentence than that. No, it'll take all of that. I'm hungry. Or I wish for food, I'm hungry. Done. That's a quick sentence. I get it. I know what to do. I mean, if you order a pizza, I don't. I doubt very seriously. Like, oh, I'm hungry. I didn't eat for three days. I didn't eat breakfast. Can you send me a pizza? No, I want two pieces with this topping, that topping. You don't get into why you want the pieces, do you? So it's the same. You get in the court. I want to write my um, paperwork. I want to say why. I'm going to, oh, I'm going to make sure they understand me. I'm going to add this word, that word. But the unfortunate thing, which is you may not know or you may know, for example, if I say I didn't see Mike Miller in a minute, street language I'm using, that could have been a year, two years. But street language, we say, or I can say, yo, what's up? Or I can say, I can put you on front street. Maybe a lot of you might not know what front street. I'm putting you on the spot. That's what front street, I'm putting you out in the front, everybody to see. That's what front street means. Now, if I say common English, well, I'm going to put you on the spot. Now, when I get at the court, so what I'm trying to say, you have a, you have a street language or slang language, you have common English, and you have a legal East language. I did, this is my nephew went to school to be a lawyer. And I asked him, people have told me, Oh, they don't teach the Constitution to them. I said, they don't? I'm like, okay, let me ask my nephew. He said, well, nope. They don't teach us the Constitution. They just teach us words. And out of books, case law, he told me exactly. I said, I know. So I didn't go to school for the three or four years. I don't know how to use that language. Their way of acting, and you know, that's their common law. Because it's their custom and ways they act, the legal system. That's their common law. I don't know it. I didn't go to school fully. I might know here words, here few, here and there, because I've heard it many times. But to say I know it, no, I do not. Nor is there any law to say I must. So why I try? When I was doing my case, they sent me all oh, so many papers. 
David had a processor. I simply wrote, uh, my answer was this. I don't have it right in front of me, but words to this effect. I'm not pro se. I'm not of the legal society. Ah, no, do I understand the legal society? I'm speaking. I, okay. I'm Go sorry. Bye. I'm sorry. But Go I, bye. Just... I know you're going to. Yeah, when you get the picture, you'll stop it. Everybody else on the call is quiet. So I, I simply uh, wrote, I'm not a pro se. I'm not of any title. Um, I'm, the, um, I'm a woman, of course, I said my, my name. And I'm not of legal society, nor do I understand, um, nor is there law, any law to say I must. And here's what I'm basically telling them. Prove what you're saying I've done. I don't have the paperwork in front of me. Maybe one day I'll get it and I'll read it. And that's all pretty much I wrote. And if we can't come to agreement here, we can have the uh, trial by jury, something like that I wrote, you know, in a court of record, in my court. And guess what happened? I capped it up. They wrote me something else. I got wrote it again. I repeated it. They wrote me something I repeated At the end of it, they wanted to settle with me out of court. <laughs> but still, I was in the learning process. I didn't fully know what I was doing or how it goes, and I didn't do so well. But to, but did to, I didn't, I, so I actually did not win that case. But I do say I did win, and why I say I won is because now I know my mistake, I know what I did wrong, and I share that. If I had it to do again, I know I would win. Not I think I will win. I know. Because I know now fully what to do. So this is what's going on here. So it takes time. You know, even I was I thought I was well read. I was intelligent enough. It has nothing to do with that because even lawyers and doctors you know, don't know fully what I do or understand it. Some of them may, some of them don't. Okay? And if they did, they're certainly not sharing it with the public that I can see. So, and a few of us have learned and a few of us is I'm just trying to give back and share what I know. And that's all I'm trying to do. And I'm continuing to try to learn. That's what I wish to do. And if what I say, give my testimony, my speak. If it can help someone, great. If it don't, oh, well, that's all I have to give. But you said you wish to learn, right? Correct. I'm, if it's okay, so, <laughs> so. Right. And that's why I'm trying to talk to you. Okay. You seem like an open-minded person, willing to learn, just like I am. I know a lot, you know a lot, but I'm still willing to learn, and so are you. We have, we have a, same, a similar energy. So don't let any of these interrupters come in here and try and stop us from connecting like me and Charles have been able to. Me, once, once Charles and I actually got consensus on, on a similar concept, 
his call ratings actually boosted by by sixty percent. He started getting more callers coming well, onto the call. He has more of a following now, and I'm telling you that there is something well, thank about you for that. my studying that actually does ring alarm bells for a lot, a lot of people. And what I'm trying well, to I'm do is thank connect you for with that. you, I'm good connect with I you, am. and let. First of all, not with the, I'm not trying to change you. you. It's not. It's well, not my goal to change you. That's not my goal or intention. So don't go there. Okay, I'm not saying it is. Or my, I'm, I am just saying others. that I do not wish to hear legalese or even talk about it. What do you mean I'm by legalese? You know. What do you mean by legalese? Exactly what it is. So do, let me ask okay, you a question. Forget this. about legalese. I Who don't cares want about to talk legalese? about the. Do you have a neighborhood? Do you have a neighborhood? I'm asking. I know what you don't want to talk about. You don't have to. No, it's okay. Please, spare us the time. You you told me that you finished your sentence, but you don't want me to finish. Do you know about neighborhoods? Do you believe in neighborhoods? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Right. So neighborhood associations, right? Yeah. Depends. And I do help my neighbors so far. Forget the neighborhood. That's why you've been coming on the calls. That's why so you've been what? coming onto Charles's call. That is why you've been coming onto Charles' call. No, that's not why I come on Charles' call. That's not why, or Angela's call for that matter. That's not why. Well, Charles, Charles's information that he's putting out has everything to do with respecting your neighbors and respecting each other as as you would want to be treated. Let's just say everything. I believe. I'll just say this: what I hear, or mm-hmm. what I heard, I believe. Many have a zeal and very courageous in which to help, but not according to knowledge. That's the problem. That's what I but see. I'm telling you, I've been studying law. I know for a fact the information that I've been learning Donna is said, real. I heard what you have said many times. Not so, everything you on. said. I, me, don't really, on I don't wish to discuss and, it. You and because I'm just I know that, you. What, please hear me out. I'm long-winded. I can shut that's up. That's fine. I don't mind you speaking, Jonathan. Let's get this straight. I why? don't mind you talking, but not okay. statutes, code, or legalese. I'm not, I'm not talking statutes, codes, or legalese right now. I'm telling you. I'm just making but my But I'm not talking that right now. You are. Let him talk. You don't Let see it. No, I'm not. I'm talking about Charles Stewart. Jonathan, stop arguing about that. What do you wish to say? Don't talk to me about what do you wish to say? Bullshit anymore. What then, do you okay? wish to say? What do you wish to say? Like I told you a second ago, you care about your neighbors, and you care about families. And the common law is a is is a type of law which embodies and embraces the protection of family, your family. And you embody all of that law. You're the one that's going to bring it out. Without your involvement, there will be no common law for you and your family. That's true. But imagine if you had 10 other people just like you who got together and said, you know, we're under the same exact concept. We actually agree that we're under natural law. We're all about neighborhoods. We're about do unto others as we would have them do unto to us, you know. I mean, you'd be pretty happy because you now you'd have a community. See, 
and that once you guys get together to organize a community, it could grow into thousands and thousands of people, which eventually would create this thing called a state. I'm and in other words, me. we would I'm have a state filled with people like you. No, we would have a state filled with people like you. Hear what I'm saying? I love me. you. Yes, and Let I love me what tell you about me. But there's nothing wrong with a state filled with people know. like you. The no, I'm saying you got good Yes, I do know. Yes, I do hear good. you. I'm happy you do. So we would. What's wrong with having a state filled with open-minded people? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? If I wish completely mm-hmm. to be, as you say, everybody, mm-hmm. every man and woman know what I know, know what called, know, know what many of us know, Respecting each other. we have a better place. If I wished for yeah. that, I mm-hmm. would sort of do like the Amish and get my own community. I don't wish to okay. do that. So you wish to wish stay to out I of wish, political organization? I'm speaking what I wish. So you don't have to I know, complain. and I'm trying to make sure I understand. Well, you can, Well, if you if you wish to understand, I think it's best to listen what I'm saying. Well, I'll have to make sure you say. go on and on. So I'm trying to reiterate what you're saying. Why okay. you're saying? Okay, I go on. How about this? I'll, I'm I'm, gonna, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Please do not mute me again. I'm it's not respectful. I, I'm not going to mute you if you just. Uh, I'm just done with this conversation right now. Just Why? Why though? Why are you done with it? I'm I done with the conversation. I'm not no, but I haven't said about... anything insulting. I've supported you the whole time. Jonathan, I'm gonna say it again. What? I'm not gonna. I'm gonna move on to someone else. Okay, okay, fine. Don't talk about my support for you. Don't. Go ahead. All right. Let's keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. It's pointless. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not pointless. I was talking about. Your so, uh, belief in common law. I'm saying I'm not talking to you right now. Why you continue? And then you well, know you're not talking to you. Me. You're talking to Donaldson. I don't wish to talk to Donaldson. If you right said now. I'm not talking to you, all right. There we go. Um, you don't get it. So each time you unmute Donaldson, I'm just going to mute you out because I'm trying to explain to you, and you're fighting me all the way. Why are you doing that? I don't know, and I'm not going to try to figure it out, but that's fine. So anyways, as I said, um, I I do wish many, I wish more would catch up and see what's going on. That would be wonderful. Um, I'm going to move I on could to not support. Uh, I could not support uh, Aquila any more than I could, even if I had uh, Carl Lentz's uh, tire jack collection. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like money, Mike. How are you? Yeah. I'm okay. I'm just taking a brief break here. I'm going to go back to work soon, though. I'll catch up with you in a few, in a little while. All right. What are you guys cooking tonight? You going to bring something? <laughs> Oh, I'm going to tell you a story about that in a little while. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But Are I'm going to wait till I'm going to wait till the timing is right. I don't want to fuck things up for you with the law. You got some good law shit happening, so I'll let you go. Oh, it's okay. I can I, come back in. I remember where I stopped and where I started. <laughs> so that's fine. Hi, no, Money Mike. Every- 
I hope everybody is getting this. I hope it's helpful, um, you know, um, far as uh, the courts, um, some of my journey of getting where I am today. It's a lot of, I'm going to say, it is a more simplistic way of doing things. So it's sort of like cooking. I can prep my food beforehand, cut up everything, the onions, whatever, and then when it's time to cook, I just throw it together. Boom, 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 boom. I'm done. So if I do my study, looking up the words before I write something and understand why I use this word opposed to this word and what I'm trying to say in the shortest possible way using words that have only one meaning. That is a huge key. Words that has one meaning. Because if we use words that don't have more than one meaning, obviously I'm going to use the word to benefit me. <laughs> and you may use that word of what you're trying to say to benefit you. But if I use the word, certain word, it, it, it just is what it is. There's nothing more or nothing less. That is a key. And how do I do that? Like use these sort of words, key words, to simply get my point. Now, it might not look like a sentence that you might be familiar with. It might not sound correct English to you, but oh, it is. <laughs> and that's the point. Just like I said, you talk to the two-year-old, hungry. You mean like now I'm going to question the two-year-old. What do you mean hungry? What is that? How do you know about that word? I got it. I know what that kid wants. Now I'm a though. I might add a couple more words to that. I'm hungry. What do you have to eat? Retard. So there we go. So um, anyway, so those type of words. We need to stop calling out. I'm um, speaking. It'd be nice if we could do that. Not that I'm nice. I don't identify myself as nice or smart, and I am an idiot. Just so you know. Now you can look those words up. That might make sense to you. Um, well, then you're totally governable if you're an idiot. You can be governed. Anyway, totally. I Think about thinking. that. This is why we have administrators, you guys. This is why I'm talking. Um, So anyway, I hope somebody gets something out of that. If you have a question or two, um, you want to ask a question, speak. I'm going to go on the list. Um, Let's say, William, you have a question or comment? Well, you're good. William 101. Hmm. Okay. Um, Georgia, you have a question or comment at this time? You can start speaking. I'll hear you if you start speaking. Georgia? Hi. Hi, this is Georgia. I have a question um, about traffic tickets um, scheduled to be in court tomorrow on a traffic ticket for unsafe lane change. the cop alleged that um, that 
I need a left turn, but it's not possible to do that from um, where I was coming out. You can only turn right. I um, did a 72-hour no-contract, and I didn't sign anything. And then I um, sent a couple notices. I sent a notice to the DA um, asking who he was prosecuting for. And I sent another notice also um, asking if there was a verified claim before the court who the injured party was and um, for proof of claim and proof of authority. I've not received any, and I also um, sent a um, request as to whether or not there was, like a freedom of information request. I've not received any response from them at all. And um, uh, I sent also another note, notice to the district attorney, um, again, asking who the injured party was, if there was a verified claim before the court, and um, whether they believe I a debt and stating that I require a court of record verify complaint with bill for bill and its particulars. And um so I'm just interested to hear how you all might handle it or any suggestions that you could offer. I would definitely would like to Okay, so what do you say? It seemed like you put a whole lot of irons in the fire, uh, which is simply wrote a notice, um, something very simple. <clears throat> Basically, uh, required a man and woman to come forth to say I did wrong, and I'm willing to settle with that man or woman. I'll put some notice like that. And I might put another notice in <clears throat> to say <clears throat> that you know, you know, I will hold that man and woman liable. And then I will put in my order, and my order basically will go over that basically I require a man and woman to come forth to say I do wrong. I will settle this matter. A man and woman not come forth. I require this matter discharge. And once I've got those three, two notices in that one order, I have, you know, simply, uh, Make sure the clerk filed that, and I got the copies of uh, that that filing. Um, Then when I come at that court on that date that is set, um, if they call Aquila, you know, jump out, you plead guilty, not guilty, all that, they may say, I don't know what they're going to say, but it doesn't matter what they say. I certainly would get up and just say, I'm a woman, I require a man, a woman to come forth to say I well, I'm here to settle that matter. Why am I here? Because I, I know I didn't do anything wrong. So I'm going to ask that question, why am I here? There's no difference. But than, what if they say you are that person? Anyways, I'll be saying why am I here? And I'll just wait and see what was said. 
and I don't know what they would say or what question they would ask. I would repeat it, and then I would say something like, a man and woman not come forth, I would, you know, whatever I've written on my paperwork, I require this matter. Um, basically, I'll say, I'm going to hold that man and woman liable. And soon as, once I said those words, you know, I'm a woman, why am I here? Any man, all women speak, even if the dog speaks, the fly on the wall speaks, I don't care who or who, I'm certainly going to say, are you the man and woman coming forth to say I did wrong? Because I'm going to hold you liable. So you think the judge is going to speak? You think the prosecutor don't want to be held liable? Oh, but I got this ticket that you said, are you the man and woman coming forth to say I did wrong? That, this is what I would do. And this is what I did not do within my case. This is, and I, even though I early on meeting call, me and a couple of women went down, we had different cases. And that's all Carl did. He told a story, and he told us about this. He told us about his sister. And when she said what she had to say, as I said when I first walked out that court, then anyone spoke other than her husband. Are you the man or woman coming forth to say I did wrong? Because I'm going to hold you alive, but then everybody had to shut up. They don't have first-hand knowledge. They don't know what's going on, that man or woman. So if you don't have accusers, then I require this matter this job. I'm not concerned about what the judge might do. I'm not concerned what the prosecutor might say. I'm not concerned about the fly on the wall. I'm not concerned about any of that. All I do know, I have a right to face my accuser. And if a man or woman come forth to say I do wrong, they must prove that. And that man and woman cannot prove it, then I require this matter discharged. And if they can prove it, then I'm going to settle with them. Doesn't matter. That's what I would do. So, does that answer your question, Marvel? Um, well, I guess in part, I've, I've um, admitted those notices already. And so, say, let's say the cop comes tomorrow. I hope he doesn't come, but if the cop comes tomorrow, and then they say, um, the cop says that he's that man or woman, or the DA says that he's the man or woman, or... Okay, you said you filed these notices. Okay. Mm -hmm. Great. Did you file anything after that, or that's just it? No, I haven't filed anything else since then. Great. So you're in great shape. So, once again, to answer what you just said, I, I believe I will answer that. Once again, I'll go over it. Once I came at the court, let's say they call Aquila, and they call, they call, go by name, by name, I will stand up, and I'll simply say, I'm a woman, Aquila. I require a man and a woman to come forth to see I do wrong. Why are you wrong here? Oh, but you know you can't just think you change the lane. Oh, are you the man or woman coming forth to say I do wrong? I require you to put that in written form because I'm going to hold you liable. Or I'm going to hold that man or woman liable. That's what I would do. Anybody else talking? The judge talking, acting stupid? Okay. And when I don't wish him to say good, are you the man or woman coming forth to say I do wrong? Because I'm going to hold you liable. I don't care if he's a judge. I don't care if he's a fly on the wall. That's just a title. It don't mean nothing to me. At the end of the day, when he finished that job, if it's a woman, she's just a woman like me. What's the difference? She eats. 
She goes to sleep at night, so do I. And that's just a job we do. I could be the garbage man. I the daytime, I just take out the trash. That's what I do. But at the end, I'm done at all times I'm a woman. I don't see titles. I'm not interested in nobody's titles. I'm not. I don't know about you. I'm just not. So that's the answer to the question. As I said, that's what I would do. I don't see any other way. And if I'm something to say, just like if you're my name is Aquila. No matter what some months may say, your name not Aquila. Your name is Susan. Okay, well, I, I have a question with regards to that. I, I have a question with regards to the way that you said it. You said if they call the name Aquila, then you would say, you would stand up and say, I'm Aquila. How do you, um, I guess the concern, no, I, this would, is what I, I don't want to attach myself to that hold name. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I must correct you. They so okay, let's let's do this now. Say you are the judge, and I think you've been cool enough to hear most of us have in different cases to hear. You're the judge. I'm gonna be Aquila. All right, let's do it. I'm the judge. Okay. You're the so, judge, and I'll, let's say I'll be you. But in this case, I'm Aquila. Okay. Doing your part. So we in that class. We're acting because that's basically at the court. We all actors. You know, I'm not acting. I'm real what I'm doing. So here we go. Ask your question. Um, so, Aquila Smith, Miss Smith, come forward. Hi, I'm a woman, Aquila. Um, basically, that's what I would say at the first thing, and then I would say I require a man and woman to come forth to say I do wrong. Why am I here? Hi, you're Miss Smith. You know why you're here. I'm a woman, Aquila. I require a man and woman to come for Why am I here? You're charged with unsafe lane change. How do you plead? Are you the woman coming forth to say I do wrong? Yeah, I need you answer. I need you to give me an answer on how you plead to the charge of unsafe lane change, or I'm going to enter a plea for you. Are you the woman coming forth to say I do wrong? Because I'm a whole you liar. I'm going to ask you one more time, Ms. Smith. How do you plead? I'm a woman, Aquila. I require a man and woman to come forth to say I wrong. Oh, do wrong. Are you the woman coming forth to say I do wrong? Because I'm going to hold you liable. Okay. And I, if a man or woman not come forth, I require this matter to charge. Okay. Enter um, a plea of um, not guilty for her. You could do as I, I'm a woman. I require men and women to come forth. Are you the woman coming forth to say I do wrong? I'm a whole human. They to the stand. They call the who to the stand now? The officer. Like the bellow, you mean? The cop. Oh, the cop. Mm-hmm. That's the matter. Are you the man and woman coming forth to say I do wrong? I'm a whole you life. I need you to be quiet in the court. The officer. Are you the man or woman coming forth? Yeah. The man or woman not come forth, I require this man to discharge. I'm going to tell you one more time, Ms. Smith, and the next I time require... I'm going to do contempt. And what, say that again? I'm going to tell you one more time. No, the other day you told me to be quiet. I'm, course, to I'm, in charge I'm going to hold you in contempt if you say something else. The police officer is on the stand. Is that an order? Is that an order? Is that an order? 
I require that order in written form. Is that an order? DA, you can proceed. Is that an order? I've done this before, so it's easy for me. DA, you can proceed with your question. I require a man and woman to come forth that I do know. Bailiff, could you... Could you... now, okay, and the Bella did come over to me before, and now this is what I said. I realize all here is public service. I give you no permission to contact me. That's exactly what they, they can't. They won't. But I never, that's never going to happen because they can't. I'm in charge now. I'm running the show. A woman is here. And you think all that's going to happen, it doesn't, because I tried it. At least it didn't happen to me. Because all the words I said and did, they backed down. That judge backed down quick. I'm going to tell you what happened to me. Of course, I have my notices. And I'm going to stay on my ground. I'm not moving. I'm going to keep repeating it. That's exactly what I did. I told you guys about this. I was coming to help someone else. And the judge said, want to know who was I. I'm here to help my fellow man. They said, oh, sit down. Told me, sit down. Yell at me. I didn't like that. I said, oh, is that an order? He goes, oh, you on dangerous ground now. And that's when the bell came over to me to tell me I have to go now he's trying to touch me, and that's what I said. I realize all here public service. I give you no permission to contact me. And he took his hands off me. I'm telling you what happened, what I experienced. Okay, I, I, I will also say I've experienced something totally different from that, and so I would be open Well, to did you say the same words that I say or similar words that I say? I did. You say the same words I said is similar to what I, I said? I did. What did you say? Excuse me? What did you say? Do you remember? Well, actually, I didn't say the same words that you said. First I didn't of all, think the so. Of the call, I stood up and I said, I'm here, I'm a woman, I'm a, I'm a woman, and I'm here about that matter under common law jurisdiction special appearance. Okay, okay, stop right there. Stop right there. <laughs> let me explain. Okay, let me say it this way. If I was God, the creator, which I'm not, and I showed up and I say I'm God, now who, wouldn't every man and woman on this earth know who is jurisdiction? So if I'm at the court and a woman show up, that's who I am. They're my public servants. How could they be over me? Who has the highest, a woman or man on this earth is the highest jurisdiction Except for God, you can go and be. That is the whole point. That's the whole point. It's like you telling your kid, I'm just trying to explain this, not just for you. I'm not putting you down. I just want to say this. Okay, it's like the, um, I hear hear parents say this to the kids. I'm the adult. You're the child. You have to listen to me. I'm your mother. 
you know, I'm going to tell, if I was your mom, I'm going to just tell you what I'm going to tell you. Either you're going to do it or you will be punished for it. If you okay, so what they say no there's no a jurisdiction, then what do you say? I I just told you what I said, and I'll say it again. I guess I'm just saying um, I'm just open to other feedback and other whatever other people have experienced also. And I'm not saying that that's right or wrong. I'm just saying I would just love to hear additional feedback or comments from people on how they've handled it and how they've been successful or if anybody has been successful. So there's many here on the call. Um, um, using uh, common law, um, I would say uh, I'll start with each one and I'll go on the list. So I think that's the better way to do it. Gives others a chance to speak. Um, I'm not sure. Um, Leon, have you had a case actually, Lee? Um, Lee um, what's his name? Lenny, that's who I want to say. You want to explain about that, Lenny? And they had your car something towed away. What happened in that case, Lenny? Yeah, um, my son had my car, and he had a friend that was a passenger, and the friend had marijuana on him. The car was uh, pulled over, and they ended up arresting the passenger, and my son was driving, so they um, they impounded the car. So. They had it for a period of time, and uh, I didn't, the car wasn't that valuable, but I decided I'm going to try out the theory. I said, I'm going to go to court, and I'm going to ask to face my accuser. So when I got to court, um, it was more or less like an administrative court. And by the time I went to court the first time, there was uh, maybe about $4,000 worth of fines and fees that had accumulated. So um, when they called me up, they called they called my name. I said, um, are you, do you want uh, the, the legal man I said, I'm I'm, the, I'm a man. I said, uh, I'm here to face my accuser. So they said, uh, raise your right hand. We want to swear you in. So I didn't completely raise my right hand. I just kind of like held it out at my side. And, I, and they said, do you solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, you know, and nothing but the truth? And I said, what is the truth? I said, do you know the truth? I said, uh, I'm just here to face my accuser. I said, I, I believe only God knows the truth. So he said, well, we can't proceed if you're gonna, if you're, you're not going to cooperate. I said, I'm here to face my accuser. So he said, raise your right hand, and I, I repeated the same thing. I said, uh, what is the truth? Where's my accuser? So. He ended up saying the officer wasn't here today. So essentially the same thing repeated. 
uh, the next time, and by the third time, nobody ever appeared. My accuser never appeared. There was over $4,000 worth of fines, and the case was dismissed. He said, go get your vehicle. I said, well, if my accuser isn't here, I said, I want the case discharged, not dismissed. He said, well, we, we don't do it that way. It's dismissed. So that was essentially it. But, um, yeah, they, they let that that amount of fines be forgiven, and I had to go to the, the auto pound to pick my vehicle up. So it did work for me. That's That's pretty much the story. Thanks, Lenny. Appreciate it. I'm trying to see who else on the call. Um, my um, it's what we do, actually. Um, wait, well, let me. First of all, I, well, I like what he said. Hold I like what he said. Hold oh, on. I can't say that. I like George, what he said. Okay. Yeah. Georgia, um, you have a comment it's wrong. person you would like to ask him. No. Lenny, you still no. here? No, he said no. Okay, thank you. Uh, that's cool. But uh, what about for me? You want any question or comment for me? For you? Jonathan, I am speaking to Georgia, and you continue to butt in. Why you do that? I'm not sure. If you want to, why do you let other me, people butt into our uh, conversation? Uh, we're done. Um. So, Georgia, you have another comment or, for me or question? Um, I have another question unless somebody else has feedback regarding this topic. No, no, no. I was talking to you first, so you have the floor, so to speak. Okay. Did anybody else have any comment regarding traffic tickets? Okay, the second question that I have was with regards to um, a wrongful foreclosure, wrongful eviction action. And um, the question I have is um, when you file verified emergency restraining orders, uh, are there any suggestions on how you can get? An emergency restraining order sign. And the Great question. Order. Awesome question. And the Let's second see. question. Go ahead, Nicola. Yeah. The second question I have is um, we have we, we definitely have confirmed more, more than twice and in writing that we are the landowners. So we still have some remaining things in the property, in the house, which um, is our house. So any suggestions on how to um, get the things out of the house since it's on our land?
So are you asking me or anybody? Yeah, anyone. Okay, you I'll wait for someone. I'm sorry? I'll answer you it. I'm sorry. What would you uh, send um, Georgia? I said you and anyone. And, of course, this is a, a fraudulent action. I have in writing that they are not the owner of the note. They are not. Um, and they on two separate communications. So I have. It's just definitely fraud. Um, and they... The lower court, the clerk seems to be um, the 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 clerk, the assistant clerk, is the one who signed off on the wrongful foreclosure as well as the wrongful eviction, and it was done via ex parte, meaning like secret hearing, which we did not receive notice and or we weren't aware about. We weren't aware of them. Okay. Okay. But here's the thing. See, Aquila will not tell you about statutes, codes, or case law. That's not her area. So I think this is the wrong call. You know, like, if you're looking for statutes, codes, and regulations that can help you out of your situation, Aquila is not the one to actually go to. She's only going to tell you about how to go in there and claim your your womanhood, which is which is a good thing. You can do that, too. Okay, it's a good thing. You're in common law when you do that. You know, but it's just that there's no statute or anything like that that Aquila will actually give you to support your, you know, your argument. You can't go in and be like, look, based on this constitutional provision, they're not allowed to do that because Aquila won't won't go there. All you have to do is say, is go in the court and say, who's my accuser? Who here accused me of wrongdoing? And stop taking my property and stop. Stop abusing me. I wish that you stop abusing me with my own property. In other words, you have your rights. You have your rights. There's no court case, Donaldson. I didn't say there was. A case is something criminal anyway, so you don't know what you're talking about, Aquila. <laughs> I'm going to mute myself out now so because you're talking too much. Uh, okay, I'm going to mute out okay. now. Goodbye. Um... Well, I we went over some things, um, um, Georgia. So I told you my take on that. You remember, right, Georgia? I told you my take on that. Remember? Okay. I've made a claim on the land. Um, I've already I made a claim on the land. Um, that it, I'm I'm a woman, Marva. And I require yeah. owners to remove commonly known house off my land, off our land. I require X number of dollars per day, or I charge X number of dollars per day. I've already, I've done that part. What I'm wanting to know now is um, what can I do next? I would like to go ahead and get the things out. And also, like, they winterized the property, the house. They winterized the house. It didn't need to be winterized, but they have winterized the house. They you have you not, might they open up back. a case and um, do it. Um, make your own case. And But it's a proper way of doing that. 
okay, and you say you you come to uh, claim your property, whatever it may be. You know, that's left over. You have not abandoned it, and you come to claim your property. And I would just uh, put my case at the court, open up my own case, and then once it's open, you know, send it to the other side. Okay, okay, what do you mean by put? Okay, open up, just like they open up a case, you go to the court, and you make a claim for your property. Whatever, I don't know what all it is, but let's say it's your bicycle and a table. I'll just, you know, um, I'll just put my property, and I might send a, you know, a picture of some stuff and whatever's left over at the house. And... And I'll put that case at the court. You know, like you go to the court and open up a case? Yeah, well, what what are you saying is the case? Are you saying open a case of trespass? Or what are you saying is the case? Well, uh, uh, your property, you you wish your property restored is not abandoned. Yeah, I've already stated that. No, I'm saying you need to put a case at the court. You open your case, and then once you open your case, you give that piece of paper, you know, serve the other side what's about the case. Okay. And then I have a chance to... Okay, go to the court. Let me do this. Go to the court Mm -hmm. and open up a claim, make a claim for your property. You got to go to the court and see where they put the claim. You say if I was in an accident and there was a claim I want to wish to file, where do I go? They will tell you where. And then you're going to put your claim. I claim my property is not abandoned, abandoned rather, and, you know, it's at its uh, home commonly known, at whatever that address may be, and I wish to my property restore. And that's it. And then once you have your case, you give it to the clerk. She files it for you. Then you're going to take your copy, your to make two originals. She's going to keep one. You keep yours. Then you go and make copies. Then you're going to also write to the clerk of that court that you which way you're going to send to, let's say, the, whoever uh, is uh, in charge of the, right now who's standing in charge. You know, let's say it's John Smith. So I'm going to write to John Smith. You know, basically, I'm going to give John Smith the paper. I'm going to have it. I'm going to write to the clerk. I'm going to send this paper on August the 15th, 2017, at, you know, to this address by regular mail, by certified mail. You will write that to the clerk and have she file that. And then I will go send it to the other side. It's sort of if you, I don't know if you guys ever heard of a precipice. A uh, precipice is sort of like that. You write out who you send it to, what day you send it, and how you send it. But I don't do precipice. That's that's the code. I write my own paperwork. Every every time I'm sending or putting the answer in, once they once um, whoever's accusing me send me a piece of paper, uh, whether it's a complaint. You know, I I don't answer complaints, but when I am going to respond the way I wish to, I first 
once I write up write out my uh, notice, I give it to the clerk to file. Once you stamp it, I take that, and then I also write the clerk at the same time that I will be sending this by regular mail on this date, Pacific date. And I so also she filed that as well. I'm sorry. You're talking about the certificate of service. No. It's sort of like that, but not exactly because I make my own piece of paper. This is what I do. Let's say I'm saying, Marvel, you say I owe you $50. Okay, great. And we're fighting about that. Now it's at the, you made, you opened up a case at the court. So what I'm going to say, I'm going to open the case. So I go to the court and I file my claim. That I require Marvel, the woman to, or a man or woman to come forth and say, I owe a debt. And I require the bill as well. So those are my notices that I'm writing. And I give it to the clerk. She's going to stamp it. I'm, she's going, I'm going to have two originals. And she stamped mine, stamped her. I had her the other one. And I also, within that, my notices, I also given her notice that I'm going to be mailing this to Marble let's say, on November the 1st, 2017, by regular mail or by certified mail, whichever I choose. And I also give that piece of paper to the clerk. She found it. Then I take that piece of, you know, paper, I keep that for my record. But the actual claim that I found that I have, I'm going to make a copy of that. And then I'm going to send that copy of that notice, which the clerk already found, sent mine, I'm going to make copies, send that to you. And when you get it, whether I send it regular mail or I send it certified mail, you did get it. You know, and then I also I could say I'm going to have a processor. Either way, I did notify the clerk also of the court that this is what I'm doing. Because okay. this is what they asked you during precipice day. I remember that because I've heard of a case like that. And ask me when I'm going to, because I said I want to have a court date. Let's say I want to have it on November 25th. So unless, and so what I say to the clerk, she said, fill out the precipice when you want to have your court and when you're going to notif- notify Marvel. And I say, okay. So I fill out the form, the precipice form. And that's basically what it says. I'm giving you notice of the court date, what I'm accusing you of, and I'm sending it by regular mail. But well, that's what the precipice does. I don't do precipice. Here's what I do. I just send notices about that. Okay? And so there's a difference, you know, then um, like the process server has the process server, then they have to write sort of like an affidavit that they did send it, when they send it, they write that at the court. But this is a bit different. Okay? Hello? Yeah, I'm I'm here. Okay. So this is what I did in my case. Every time I may put in the answer, I would first write write up my claim and then I will give it to the clerk to file. Also give her the other piece of paper that I'm gonna send it to the other side what day I'm gonna do that. Yeah, and I, once I, I have all that certificate of service, okay. I'm asking. Um, I think I'm asking a pretty specific question. 
in terms of um, based on, you know, what has transpired, what what was what have people done or what suggestions do they have? Well, I can't speak for everybody, um <laughs> but the longer you wait it does mean seem like you uh has abandoned it itself. So I will make a claim for my property, whatever it may be. You know, you're gonna write a claim. Okay, so at what point do you um I mean, they have clearly trespassed our trespassed our land. They they trespassed our property as well. So, at what point do you make the claim or admit a claim for? Well, the first thing we're making the claim of to get your property, so you get that. You know mm-hmm. what you said. The first point is to make a claim to get your what you said was leftover items that's left over at that house. So you're making a claim for that. And then once you just get that one thing at a time, because those are separate cases and separate things, the first thing you want to save your stuff. Instead of trying to write some sort of motion to have asking or pleading with them or begging them to let me go back in the house and get my stuff, why don't you just make a claim for your property? The claim is more like this is mine and I want it back. Um, you know, that's showing you're not abandoned. Okay, so when when you're following documents in the court and it's apparent that the clerks or whoever um, are, are blocking the documents, the judge is either not getting them or if he is getting them, there's no action on it then what suggestions how do you what suggestions are there to handle that kind of scenario when there's interference? So I wanna be clear. So you wish to have something filed at the court and when you go get it to file, they actually file it but you're not sure the right man or woman got it. Is that what you said? When you file documents, like I said I filed several um, verified emergency restraining orders and demands for permanent injunction. So none of these actions should have happened and ex parte should not happen in this type of of matter, period. There should not be a secret hearing, period. And so I'm just asking what have people done in the past to handle what is really corruption well, what I, I did, what you did, you know, filing the statutes to code the way you did it or as parte, all that, I don't even understand all of those words. Some I heard before and I kind of do, but most of that I do not. That's the, what they went to school for, legal ease process. I don't do that. And they completely ignore you, which they are doing, because it's not yours to use. And they, what they could bring up the fact you're not a lawyer, you didn't go to school for this, and they're absolutely correct. So why should they listen to you, or why do they have to? But they definitely must, and they is is to be quiet of them to listen to a man or woman. They have no choice in the matter. Okay, has anybody on this call um, had um, 
had personally had a foreclosure action or been involved in helping someone with a foreclosure action and had success or met any kind of opposition like this? And how did you handle it? Okay, so I guess the silence means nobody has responded. I guess so. I'm not sure. There's a few on here. Um, so. so, any more questions, comments, Georgia? I don't have any other questions. Okay. Okay, Money Mike. I know you was working. I'm not sure how that's working out for you. <laughs> um, he's at work now. I think he's moving out for that. <clears throat> um, who else? Southeast Texas. Is it Tyrone or is it? Todd Morris, which is it? Okay. So, just no one else is speaking. I was trying to wait on one mic. I know he's at work, so. So anyway, uh, Georgia, how else? How's everything else is going? You all right? Georgia? Excuse me. No, no, no. I was asking, are you all right? How else? How everything else is going? Coming along? Other than I know you're going through this. Well, I've talked mostly about you. Oh, all as well. Okay. In spite of a lot, I've been going to, I just say life is good because it is. Keep it moving. (laughs) So. Yeah, we got a few on the call, but they're not talking, so no, why not? But oh well. Well, Mike, he, money, Mike, he's at work right now. So there's two mics, by the way, Mike Canada, and you got money, Mike. So. Okay. All right. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.